24-7 Live Culture, the network. This is the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast with your host, Omar Cook. Hey, we are back. Episode 2 of the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the podcast. I am your host, Omar Cook. We've got a lot of dope content that's on the site for this week, 247liveculture.com. Go ahead and check out the content that's on the site and let us know what you guys think in the comment section. Uh, We've added a new podcast to the network, the Awakened Soul Podcast. We've also got new episodes from Smart Bow Scorpio and Alternative Facts Chicago Podcast. You can check out all three of those on the network each week. They'll have new episodes, so go ahead and give those a listen. Let us know what you guys think about those. Uh, Today's podcast, we're going to talk with our Artist of the Week. Then we'll get into some of the content that's on the website. Um, I'm very excited to bring you guys the new Artist of the Week. Uh, She's an R&B singer out of London. Her name is Lalu. And right now, I'll let you guys hear a snippet of some of her new music. And when we get back... We'll get into an interview with this hot new artist and let you guys hear about some of the things that she has going on. from Southeast London and is a rising star in the UK. Lalu, we want to thank you for joining the podcast today. How you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for having me. No I doubt. Appreciate it. <laughs> no doubt. Now, there are a lot of dope artists coming from the UK, and we're starting to see a surge of good R&B music coming from there. Yeah. How long? <laughs> yep. <laughs> how long and how did you get started making your music? Um, I've been to music since primary school and I think primary school is your equivalent of high school slash kindergarten I'm not too sure um but I was about 10 years old and I started singing in the church choir and also singing in the school choir and yeah ever since I've been singing writing writing songs I studied music so yeah it's been a good solid amount of years now <laughs> absolutely now um what's something that people should know about your music um, I like to take from different genres to try and have a variety in what I sing about, um, the type of style I'm singing, and it's very honest. I like to be, I don't think there's any point in trying to be faking what you're singing about or what you're talking about. I think if you sing from an honest place, then everyone will connect with it, or at least one person will connect with what you're singing about or talking about. 
So I'm very, very honest within my music. So if you listen to my songs, you might feel something, might catch some feelings, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you've talked about, in your, in your interview with us on the website, you've talked about battling with depression. Um, how do you help, how do you use that to help with making your music? Um, when I was, I wouldn't say that I've be overcoming. I feel like depression is something that you kind of not get used to, but you kind of allow to overpower you going forward. Once once you've like overcome the big like dark that comes with depression, you kind of just don't allow it to overpower your life as you as every day goes by. So with the way it drives me is I remember where I was at that time in my darkest and lowest times. And I'm like, I don't want to go back there. So I'm going to do and push myself to do what I love and not allow anything to ever put me back into that frame of mind or in that darkness that was there. So swap, excuse me, just to not go back to where that place was because it was horrible. Depression is a big struggle. And I think if people talk about it more in their music, people that have battled, battled it, battled it or are going through it, if they talk about it and express how they feel, people can connect and see that there's a way out and that they connect with an artist that's gone through it and they can take inspiration from that, that they're not alone. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's great that you're using your platform not only to to help people battle uh their depression but to show that you can not only manage it but get through it yeah definitely definitely now what what definitely. you dropped your uh recently you dropped a music video called all in me probably about a month and a half ago yeah what projects can people look forward to seeing from you in the future so right now yesterday my video premiered for my next single how to feel and that premiered on PRS for Music, which is the music licensing. So that's out now. So everyone go and watch it. It's on YouTube. It's in my Instagram. And, um, yeah, I'm working. Um, my EP's finalized. So I've got another single coming. And once that's dropped, then we can move forward to have the EP and more videos. And hopefully I'll, I'll be doing shows, shows in the UK, abroad. So fingers crossed <laughs> I'll be doing more shows. I can branch out. <laughs> right. Now... Being from the UK, uh, what who are some of your greatest inspirations as far as making music outside of personal experience? In the UK, um, I don't know because I feel like I was heavily influenced by American artists. It can be anybody. <laughs> Anyone? Okay. Um, obviously Beyonce. Everyone loves Beyonce. She's like B one, but Brandy is like my heart. I love Brandy. Brandy's my number one. And um, I'm thinking, Janae Aiko, I think she's always been very honest in her music. And I think that's why I've always liked her as an artist, because her song, her lyricism is really, really honest. And I'm like, that's what I like in music, when people are just, like, real, and they're just 100% with everything they're talking about. So, yeah, those are my faves, Absolute, my inspirations. Absolutely. And those, those are some great artists and great people to look up to. Um, <laughs> now... What advice would you give to other up and coming artists, such as you know yourself? You just you're just coming out with new music, and you know there's people that probably look up to you and trying to get their music out as well. My advice would be, um, no matter what, don't let like the quiet times. There'll be you'll put out a song, and there'll be days where 
you might not get a retweet, a retweet on Twitter, or you won't even get a mention. Don't allow those days to be like, oh, my song's flopping. Oh, no one's listening. And you get all these like sneaky thoughts that try and make you think that you're not achieving or reaching what you want wanted to achieve. So I say, just look at the end goal always. Don't ever allow people in your ear or to lose sight of what you're actually doing it for. And always make sure you enjoy it. Always find enjoyment in what you're doing. If Because I believe if you stop enjoying it, then you, the love for what you're doing is gone. So if you enjoy it and you just continue to see, look towards the end goal and remember why you started making music, why you, why you put yourself into this industry, then that's it. Like nothing else can go wrong. Always just look at the end goal and keep going no matter what. <laughs> Lalu, that was great advice, and I'm sure the people will be taking uh, heed to what you just said. Now, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> you're the first artist from from outside the country to come on uh, our network, and we're just thankful to have you. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely, Lalu. We want to thank you for joining the podcast, and we really look forward to seeing what you what you bring out in the future. And we wish you much success. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. That was our Artist of the Week, R&B singer Lalu. You guys can check out her full interview on the website, as well as every other artist that we've talked to for the network. There's some dope artists on there, um, some really good interviews. You guys can follow up on that and check out some of the newest music that's out right now. Let's get into some of the content that we've talked about on the website from this past week. Um, There's been some big events that have happened. Uh, The major one, obviously, the Royal Wedding um, I just kind of wanted to dig into some of the things that I observed um, just from the world wedding. Um, you know, it's 2018 and interracial couples are are, are commonplace now. Um, but in the black community, we really have a lot of double standards that we like to toss around between men and, and women. Um, you know, I remember when Tyrese got married to his wife and he called her a black queen. Um, but his wife is of mixed descent. And black Twitter, black Twitter went bananas, saying that uh, black uh, Tyrese went all these years talking about uh, women and loving dark skinned women and all this, and for his woman to come out and be light skinned or a mix, you know they were appalled, and that's crazy to me. And then to see uh, black Twitter go in shambles when Omari Hartwick came out and basically talks about his white wife and Twitter was went crazy just they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't fathom that he had a white wife so now um, we're seeing um, a mixed woman be married into the royal family and we've also seen Serena Williams marry um, a white male as well and it's just crazy to see the different types of reactions from different people um, Women, women, the black women have had a tendency to talk down on the black men for dating outside of their race. Why is it that when black men date outside of their race that they get, they get basically put down for it? But women, it's all, oh, yes, girl, get, get your king, you know, all this extra stuff. It's all this congratulations. It's always, it's always positive. You know, we saw all this, all this, everybody tuned into the world wedding yesterday. It was a big deal. But why why do we have to why are we shining light on black women in interracial couples but turning but talking down on black men in interracial couples? Why isn't there any congruency in there? Well, um, 
So that's 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 something that I guess we as a people have to address and and just be conscious of when we're talking about interracial uh, couples. There's a lot of hypocrisy in in the in the outrage of of seeing people in interracial couples nowadays. Um, and I'm mainly just talking about black people. You know what I mean? We just we just it just seems like we can't agree on on who to date and what's right to date and who's right to date. Who <laughs> black women can't date white men. Uh, black men can't date white women. And then if a black man dates a woman that's too light skinned, I guess he 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 doesn't appreciate the black woman. It's almost like black men can't win. So I'm just trying to figure out where uh what is it exactly that black men are supposed to do. Only date uh dark skinned women? You know. <laughs> I guess. Now don't get me wrong, black women are extremely beautiful, but to create this fake outrage that de- that black men are dating outside of their race and that they don't appreciate black women is is ridiculous. Then to come around and and congratulate black women for dating outside their race while putting down the black man for doing it is absolutely ridiculous as well. So we just got to be able to check our hypocrisy and and still just be able to be and still be able to tolerate what people do in their own relationships. Because at the end of the day, what they do really doesn't matter. I also wanted to dig into what's going on with San Francisco 49ers linebacker Ruben Foster. Um, this week he had a preliminary hearing. Um, he was brought up on domestic violence charges by his ex-girlfriend. And basically during the hearing, his ex-girlfriend testified stating that she lied about what happened. She made up a story um, stating that he beat on her to try to ruin his reputation, ruin his career. And uh, it's crazy because when the accusations first came out, uh, a lot of people condemned him and basically were saying he was guilty before he, before the trial even happened. Um, they were saying that he should be cut by the team, he should be released, that he was he should have never been drafted. And um, it's, it's, it's crazy to see how people are guilty before they even stand uh, a chance to defend themselves. And in this particular case, it's good to see that the truth came out. Um, we're living in a culture now where accusations are being thrown out left and right. And not to not to uh, take away from take away anything from anybody that's had a, a situation where you know they've been um, in domestic violence situations or rape situations. But um, we do have to be cautious of uh, condemning people just based off accusations alone. And um, I, I'm interested in seeing how this particular case uh, turns out. You know, Ruben Foster hasn't even practiced with his team during training camp. Um, he's been dealing with these accusations the whole time and trying to defend his name. So um, another thing that's crazy about this case is that his ex-girlfriend, um, this is this is the second time that she's actually done this. She actually did this with another boyfriend where she uh, told law enforcement that she was getting beat up. She lied about the domestic char- uh, violence charges before. So, um, I mean, she's a repeat offender. I mean, at what point do we hold the women accountable for lying about things like this? Um, she basically could have ruined this whole man's career. You know, there's people sitting in jail right now based off false accusations. And so it's it's just crazy. It's crazy to to condemn this man off accusations. And I'm glad to see that he's he's, he's fighting through it and that the truth is finally coming out. There's a lot of new content that's on the website. Make sure you guys go check that out and leave us some feedback. 
want to thank you guys for joining in for the second episode of the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast. Tune in next week. We'll have some new content, new artists of the week, new interviews for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Omar Cook, and I'm out. You've listened to the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast.